0: hey there this is lucy and
1: i'm sam this is sam's mom and
0: it's
2: lucy's mom
0: and we're so fucking sorry and today we have our moms on the podcast biggest How fans exciting. biggest fans gotta have some fans.
3: podcast support we got some interesting things to talk about after all the technical difficulties have been figured out we're good to go
0: that was such a nightmare. We, uh, So for context, for anybody who's like listening, um, we had, I mean, obviously people are listening. Don't give me that fucking face, stamp. She's looking at me. We can see each other's faces and it's weirding me out. Usually we do this blind, like we don't look at each other. But like for anybody who wasn't in the room, which comprises half our listeners, I should note. <laughs> um, we had it hella technical difficulties it took us an hour to set this up
3: it wasn't really an it was hour i wasn't paying attention. it was an hour oh my god <laughs> that's hilarious um i think we should just get get right into it i'm you yeah m- let's lay it my mother mentioned mm-hmm. that she wanted to start with the last topic of how often ideally would your children call you i know we all get busy i know we all have a lot going on but in an ideal world how often would i call you mom It's not
1: about how often. It's about maybe when your stressful times are stressful for you. They're stressful for us sitting, waiting to see how did that exam go? Or you called and you sounded sick and you'll say, I'll call you later. And then you don't call because you're feeling sick. We get that. Uh, It's not about timing. It's about when it's good to let us know that you're okay.
3: I mean, you say like call when you're stressed, but I'm always... I'm always stressed, so I don't know how that works.
1: <laughs> I get it. I get it. Uh, actually, you're pretty good, Sam, my son. Uh, sometimes I wonder if he's alive and that's <laughs> mm, when it's true. true. So uh, what I'd like to that suggest boy. perhaps to to your listeners is tell your, tell your moms and your dads and tell the students, uh, make sure that you know you're alive and let us know when it's a good time for you to call or
2: we know when it's a good time to call you and leave it there maybe once a week just like hey I'm still alive
0: are you uh, calling me annoying me. <laughs>
2: uh no I you know what for one
0: I call every day all live in the house of
2: me. I'm never getting ready uh, yeah so. I know
0: but like when I'm out <laughs> at school I call like literally every day you're like uh, call once a week am I annoying you uh no because
2: uh I call my mother every day so I'm <laughs> just as bad <laughs>
0: that's good that's good or maybe i'll throw uh, a
1: curveball dumb one in there and say you're lucky to you talk to your mom every day yes yes so i so, my
0: lucky.
1: point my point is is just there's no ideal um just love to hear uh what
0: you're doing because we miss you
1: mm. how do you this is oh,
0: good no okay i'll go it's really quick this is a call out for all of our listeners who aren't currently in my house uh go tell your mom that you love them or your exactly. dad or someone else. Or your dad. Tell or your you love other. other. Here, here, Your dog. Your dog's dog. <laughs> your dog's cat. Your dentist. Don't tell your dentist. I... that
3: you love them. Well, Maybe you could
0: tell your dentist they would like
3: that. Tell them you appreciate <laughs> them. Maybe not yeah. love. Yeah, you know, we're might... not
2: trying to get a lawsuit. <laughs> yeah. I know.
1: And I when I went off to university many, many moons ago, I think I spoke to my mom once to say I was our team was coming down to play in my hometown I was a university athlete and maybe wants to say when my flight would arrive so obviously things are very different I believe there's actually too much sometimes sometimes parents don't let their kids have their time and every day
3: would be a little creepy for me we talk every day
0: so that's the
1: point there's no ideal number
3: how do you guys feel about like phone call versus facetime versus text like is that equivalent for you Or is one higher value than the other? Uh, Yep.
1: Definitely doesn't matter to me, although I love to see, like, uh, Sam, you just had your hair done and the first time I've seen it. But to me, it's more knowing that you're alive. As opposed to Lucy's mom, she definitely sees them every day. And even her mother
2: and her sister and all that, that's a different dynamic in our family. I FaceTime my mother every day. And I Facetime my two sisters once a week. We oh, actually worked out what? together on a Zoom meeting there this morning with my this sisters. This morning,
0: I came yeah. down. To, to paint the picture, I came down the stairs this morning, and I'm hearing steps. I'm hearing little stippy steppers. Mom's got her sneakers on, and she's doing one of those uh, old people workout videos with her three sisters. <laughs> so she has the video on the TV, and then she has her iPad set up, and her sisters are like also like they're doing their little stippy steps. It was very cute.
3: <laughs> that is adorable. I love that. For me personally, cool. FaceTime actually makes me really uncomfortable. Like I don't know what it is. I I, I think it's because I can see myself. I get mm. super like self-conscious and I stop paying attention to the conversation. So calling is better for me, but even more so than that, I'm really expressive through text. Uh mm. so I can get a lot of what I need to be like what needs to be said across through text and it is my preferred medium, but I know that that's not as efficient for everyone and it's not the same, especially for certain like information like if you're excited about something, it's a lot nicer to hear them Hear the voice inflections, but if I'm just like telling my parents, like the car, I got the like tires on the car changed. They don't need to hear me say that, right? Like I can just send off a quick text. Uh, So it really depends for me. But FaceTime, mm -mm, I don't like it.
0: I (laughs) I have this issue. I have this (laughs) issue where all I i'll do is like stare at my little screen, like narcissus looking into the pond, and I'm just like, wow. That's me. I'm looking right at me. Sam,
1: I'm on the same page as you. So your mom just
0: wants a phone
3: call. Okay. (laughs) That's good to know.
0: Heartwarming moments here, here over on we're so fucking sorry. (laughs) How do you, I want to know, how do you guys feel about our podcast and our podcast title? What are your feelings? What are your thoughts? I love it. I do too.
1: Actually, I'm learning an awful lot of things that I didn't know. And I'm, I'm, I feel honored that you guys actually talk about us in the light that uh, makes it sound like you you uh, you remember so much from your childhood and things like that. I love it. I think you're doing a great job. I love the title. And I hate
3: the title at the same time. <laughs> I, I knew you were <laughs> going to say that. I was like, what is yeah. she going to say that she doesn't like the swear word in the like title? <laughs> I, I
2: would totally share it with uh, uh, Grams and a uh, few of my aunts, but I don't think they would appreciate the...
1: The, uh,
0: the
2: language <laughs> the, um, that. yeah but even this, though they
1: hear me say it. this is what it's all about it's you being you and I love it's 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 a way to keep in touch and thank you for allowing us to uh to be part of this and and hear you every week we I actually look forward to it and um Lucy's mom and I walk and we can't wait to talk about some of the stuff that you guys talked about I wish I could be in on the conversation because it's so often and I want to say no you got that wrong <laughs> <laughs>
2: but that's not how I remember that (laughs) so to answer
1: your question we love it and keep it up I think you're doing a great job your your communication skills amongst two of you is amazing you're you're
2: uh definitely two of a kind I love how close you two have become yes friends through a a sister and you and a brother and you've really connected I enjoy that
0: we're a tag team duo (laughs) I never thought about it we're double trouble
3: I know it doesn't matter now, but, like, we can't monetize this podcast solely oh, because God, no. there's a Definitely. swear word in the title. Like, I try, okay, uh, we distribute through Anchor, which is, like, just a podcast thing, and it yeah. distributes to, like, a whole bunch of uh, podcast websites. We got approved for Spotify. Yeah. Maybe, like, two other ones there that aren't are big, hard. but, like, we can't get on Apple Podcasts because there's a swear word no. in our name oh well it's right. not it's an naughty effing,
1: naughty it's podcast it's an effing word it doesn't say it just not only kidding We
3: it does right. say it we bleeped out the story
0: because <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, oh, we thought right. that was hilarious it is great it's and great we were right.
3: i wouldn't change it it's it's literally perfect no. for me
1: actually i love the titles i don't like how
0: much you swear in it but uh, i'm only kidding hey, uh, it's ooh. it's awesome Speaking of monetization, if you guys want to check out our Ko-Fi, oh shit, what a good place to advertise our Ko-Fi! <laughs> We're trying to make some
3: posts on that Ko-Fi. There will be yes. one at the end of the month for our next uh, podcast. Yeah, we
0: haven't planned very well. <laughs> so, I, what is the Ko-Fi?
3: Ko-Fi is just basically a way that you can donate um to any sort of creator or creator. whatever to support them. Yeah. Um I don't necessarily expect any sort of oh god like no. money from it but I think it's a, another way for us to get out information and like share extra details as well as if someone wants to support us they they can
0: It's just like an um, extra way to connect for me honestly. Yeah. Um I think that would be the ideal way that it gets used. Cuz like who the we're not in this for uh, the money there isn't any and nobody listens to us. I'm in it for the clout.
3: <laughs> i'm here trying to get famous just kidding i'm Mm. absolutely kidding Mm.
0: Mm. i'm trying to be the president of the united states (laughs) of america there you go Uh, there's a couple uh, this podcast is my way to do it there's a
3: couple posts on the ko-fi right now like we have a a post about how we feel about socks and sandals which is like another topic that we could have talked about on the podcast Uh, Mm. so there's a couple there's like extra content there in another format but it's like it's, it's not like too in detail anyway Ko-Fi, it's a thing. Link will be it's somewhere in the episode description. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. How do you guys we... feel about empty nesting?
0: Yeah, give us the deets.
3: Yes. You great it.
0: <laughs> I'd like that. Wait, I before you start. Before before you okay. start, yes. I have to tell the podcast that we can currently like see our, our, our mothers and- Cam's uh, are on cams are on and uh anytime they want to talk they raise their hands
3: it's really cute i feel like (laughs) i'm in school again
0: (laughs) right except (laughs) we're the teachers this time okay now sam's mother. empty nesting so
1: my thought on that is you can hear someone i work with parents so i hear some parents that their children are in grade 12 now and they go i'm gonna be an empty nester next year and then you have someone like lucy's mom I'm going to be an empty next turn next year. (laughs)
0: Keep wishing. Okay. It'll happen one day. So
1: I'll go into that in a second, or maybe Lucy's mom will go into it. Honest to goodness. I feel that we're blessed. We have two, two children who were ready to fly the coop and we felt that they were mature enough. I can imagine some parents are scared to death to be empty nesters because their children aren't ready. But our crazy girls... I feel that they were ready to go, and it was hard on us, but uh, it gives us a chance to uh, to be comfortable that they're ready. And then it's
2: also our chance to be us. So, what do you think, uh, Lucy's mom? Well, I think when our kid when i I've got two opinions on this because, to me, empty nest means the children are gone All, and my children have never left one <laughs> at a time over the years, but there's always been somebody here. Um, to me, to dropping them off to university that first day was hard, but we got to connect uh, as friends and spend a lot of time and the sport was good. Hmm. Hey. Actually, that was probably the hardest part for me
1: for the empty nester a little history. Both of my children were high level uh, involved in sports and um, little story. So we have to bring our children out to university. So we also vacation when we go out there. So once I dropped her off and my son off, it was like, yes, vacation. And we get to do the things we wanted to enjoy out there. And then we went home and it was a little different. But the first time it hit me with my son is. Right after I dropped him off, we had vacation. And then we came back and I went to a conference and the conference had to happen to be in a place that had an arena. So during the break in the conference, I went over and sat in the arena and it hit me. I actually cried in public in an arena because it hit me that my son's hockey career was basically over uh, and I wouldn't get to see him play again. That was weird. And with my daughter, she had a high level um, uh, traveling with her Taekwondo and I loved watching her compete. And that took a, a back to the, the university. So that side of empty nesting, it was part of my daily joy, watching my children do what they did well. But having time on my own, uh, simple things like buying groceries, I could buy for myself, <laughs> not to hungry teenagers. Yeah, you don't have to
3: spend hundreds and- of dollars to feed your son. <laughs>
0: Oh, Sorry. he's seriously. got empty legs,
1: I swear. <laughs> he's Where is six he Six foot six, it? six foot six active and legs that that just you couldn't fill. Legs so for days. There's there's good <laughs> and bad. Um, And on another thing, you know, not everybody is able to go empty nest. If your mom or your dad are having a hard time with it, remember, we spent 18 years Looking after, from changing your diaper to worrying about whether you're gonna crash your car when you got your license and everything. So give them a little break. But I assure you that, and one of the things I'm enjoying about now is my children are gone through the first stages of dropping off to university. Now we get to see them going into adulthood and looking at where they're gonna work and and live. And I love that. And the relationship mm. has changed from mother, daughter to mother and daughter, adult version. 2.0 I love two.
2: that I love that well I think I'm going to be my kids are going to be the empty nesters because I'm going to leave first
0: <laughs> yeah you're going to be gone girl yeah it's much <laughs> harder retirement
2: idea. yeah with- um just I'm excited to see where they're going to be
3: absolutely where you're
2: going to go what you're going yeah, to me do too.
3: with the <laughs> age I difference wish I knew. and then the three right? kids like it if, I don't know if I ever expected you to have an empty nest. Like I feel like by the time Lucy was like near the end, she'd be coming home while uh, Mecca would be starting his adventure. So it's it's really yeah. uh, kind of a revolving door. But how does it feel to have like I, I know right now that's not the case because everyone's home. But even just like a little bit more space um, in the house to do stuff because it, it it's kind of <sighs> small with five people in the family.
2: Five people the first thing i will probably notice is noise no because we're not a noisy house for five people we're not a noisy house it will be the shoes in Sometimes. the front porch because <laughs> mecca has size 12 feet Big and his feet. boots take up the whole freaking porch
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. race
2: yeah but uh your father and i enjoy
0: stuff together so i think yeah. that'll be good you More guys have business. like hobbies and shit that you do yeah you know like some I uh obviously I can't speak for all parents but I feel like a lot of parents um like their children are their lives which is like totally fair but they don't have any outside interests and then when their children leave they're like oh hot damn what What do do I do now (laughs) but you guys both have like uh oh, hobbies and and, and and interests and you guys hang hiking. out together <laughs> yes <laughs> which is it's cool it's very cool that we're all friends and then our moms are also friends <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah that's, uh, that's those fun. who follow this uh, podcast sam has always
1: talked about our dog to be honest is it wrong to say i miss the dog more than i miss my daughter <laughs>
3: you have the dog she's with you right now what are you talking about <laughs> <What> the-
0: <laughs> Only Katie, uh, but no, sam is uh... so jealous
3: i'm literally i've been thinking about how to get nova back like every single day she's just like chilling <laughs> with my parents for for a month or so because uh, i went on vacation but i can't get her back because they're so far away and she's doing she's loving it up up there with all the snow and all the cold so mm-hmm. it's not necessarily a priority but i miss my dog
0: <laughs> husky heaven
3: husky heaven nice. not actually though just like paradise enjoying herself she's still alive
0: yeah she's not dead (laughs) we would like to reiterate nova is not dead
3: (laughs) she's doing great
0: she's on vacation she's on her own vacation yeah that's what she's doing
3: do you find that you have more free time i mean i know a lot of like life changes has happened in the past couple years so it could be like influenced by anything but do you find that you have more free time uh, to do things because you don't have to like Two, three loads of laundry a week or something like that
1: so sam's mom here i find it's my timing is different because i had my children later and i also am re- semi-retired i'm not working right now so i find i have a lot more time but i'm working towards retirement in fact i'm house shopping because we will not be staying in this northern community And I'm actually thinking. First, I think, well, there's only two bedrooms. And then I thought, well, there's only one of us needing the bedroom. The other one is for the kids to come visit. So I think very differently in my stage of life. Um, So uh, as opposed to Lucy's mom, who's working still, I would say her day to day is really not too different. What do you think, Lucy's mom?
2: My my day to day is not different. I get up and go to work. I'm actually enjoying as much as I joke. having my ch- kids home uh, because they're a great help with housework and cooking and all that other stuff but uh, we're definitely on the downslide into retirement and are sort of looking at houses not as tired as you are but mm-hmm. uh, definitely on that verge of where do we want to go and what do we want to do and how big and all that other fun stuff yes downsizing
1: actually is kind of weird because we keep on saying we're going to get something smaller but used to having a large home and all the things that go with it and uh that's that's kind of weird when you're shopping very differently for a house for retirement and i'm liking it
0: that's good i um i speaking of doing chores and stuff i find very much when i'm uh home doing online school i'm definitely playing housewife simulator (laughs) not so much the past couple days because it's the weekend Um, but during the week I do try to do as much as I can because you guys are working and like nobody wants to come home after a long day of work and fucking have to cook supper and pack lunches and clean oh I love it and I
2: go to work and I brag (laughs) I went home and uh, Lucy had supper cooked and she packed (laughs) my lunch for me and it's very nice versus your father who Don't cook anything and like he put up he freaking put up. Okay, I'm gonna say he fucking put on boiled wieners for supper one night for me. When have I ever ate boiled wieners? Boiled wieners gross.
1: Okay, so you've done a job a good job uh training Lucy and uh and now you need to go back to spending time retraining your loved one.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right. That man, he, I, you know what? We're fully gonna embrace. I'm glad you swore on the podcast. That is beautiful. That is a rite of passage here. Um, Mom, can I get you to say a swear? A
3: a little, a little swear. Okay, let me think.
1: So when you wanted me to come on this podcast, I was thinking, I don't think so. I don't think I'll enjoy this. But I'm so fucking glad I did. Yeah,
0: yes, yes. Yes! (laughs) Sorry. yes
3: unapologetically sorry for being oh, on this so podcast
0: yeah. <laughs> that's amazing what a day
3: um I, I think both families have been quite independent like they're raising independent kids uh I think well, from
1: can I tell a story
3: oh yeah go ahead <laughs>
1: okay because you said maybe you have some interesting kids stories yeah uh my daughter Sam has always been independent and maybe stubborn I'm not sure who that might
3: be turned after <laughs>
1: uh kindergarten
3: oh god <laughs> i
1: was so excited because she was ready like you know having an older brother helps for sure but she was ready you know i wasn't quite sure oh yeah so she was told to uh to finish to color the classroom was told to color the sheets <laughs> D- just restart and the sentence Sam. yeah and sam being sam decided that she'd color it and then that was it she didn't teacher brought it to my attention that uh Sam rushes her work too much, and I said, "What do you mean? I, usually, when she gets into something, she's focused." And she, apparently, Sam turned around to the teacher and said, "Well, you told me to color it. I did that, and that was it." That's hilarious. And that's the way Sam is. Sam does her way, but it. Um, uh, then I said to the teacher, "What do I do about Sam? I mean, should I be talking to her?" And she said, "No. She said your daughter has an independence." that you will like to have when she's 16 years old and offering that drink and I love you from her boyfriend and all that and let me tell you that makes a difference in my empty nesting uh, knowing my comfortable very independent daughter has a mind of her own and that helps for
3: sure you love to see it it's like literally yep i noticed a huge difference between me and my peers going into university because i was the one they were going to when they had issues literally i was the grandma on the floor sewing buttons for random kids that were just like help or like we had to teach our friend how to use the washing machine because he's never done it before like no fault to the parent well some fault to the parents because like there is, you do want to take care of your child, but you have to be teaching them these skills to survive, right? Like you, oh, when you skills. let them go, they have to be able to function on their own. So things like cooking and that, I think we did a, there was a good balance between personal interest and then making us do things so that we can learn how to do it ourselves.
0: Mm-hmm. And I respect
3: Absolutely. that. I, I appreciate that so much. Thank you for actually teaching me how to human properly, and like Keep the fact that I'm clean. Yeah, being able to clean your house, knowing like what a deep clean is, think certain things like, like I don't know how to, how to fix a toilet.
1: It. Can I tell you a story about uh, someone that's close to Sam? Actually, that it's um it's kind of f- funny because it's it just shows some of the things that we've been exposed to and exposing our children to. So this person lived on campus and then went off campus, and she didn't realize that uh, so she was cleaning the floor and poured the water into the toilet and the toilet flushed by itself <laughs> she did not realize <laughs> that when you pour water in so I guess if she ever had toilet trouble it's like dad mom for those who don't know when you put water in it flushes automatically I thought that was hilarious those are the life skills that my children learned yeah I
0: was the resident plumber (laughs) (laughs) in my uh so the first place I went so I lived first year on campus and then they were moving the fucking um all gender dorm into the all girls dorm like the 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 dorm that was specifically just for girls they were like actually let's put the party house in there as well what a nightmare we were not going to do that so we was outie Um, and so I lived with like four other girls in an off-campus, uh, home and none of them knew how to fix the fucking toilet. And it was an old house. So it would break like literally all the time. Um, and like the chain would come off for the flush and everything. And every time they were like, Lucy, (laughs) Lucy, or like, um, one time the, uh, door, a door got stuck um and i had to like they were like oh my gosh like what are we gonna do and i'm like well we'll just take off the doorknob they're like we don't have any tools and i was like i'll be right back <laughs> i went down to the my because i lived in the basement i went down to the my basement room and i got my little my little tool kit and i was like i got this cracks nails cracks neck we cracks, love back a reliable knees. roommate
1: We's Kudos to, kudos to sam's dad uh, he put tools into their hands very early because we've 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 had a 15-year Reno. We bought a uh, uh, money money pit mansion, and they've <laughs> they've grown up with uh, tools in their hands. And uh, Sam learned how to do some of our taekwondo kicks in in our jib uh, rock <laughs> while we're doing dem- uh, demol- demolishing some of the walls and that. So uh, shout out to those who. Uh, who had parents that made them do stuff like that because it's life skills that makes their transition to university and to uh, adult real life living. And when you buy your own place, it won't be so stressful the
2: next stage too. Well, they know what to do. Yeah. I sent my mm-hmm. kids off with their own little toolkits when they went just so, cause you need a screwdriver or a hammer sometimes. Yep.
0: Oh yeah. Right? My first day in uh, where I'm living now um, my roommate was putting together furniture. I didn't have any furniture, but I did have a toolkit. She was like, oh man, this is so tough. And I was like, let me get you a toolkit. She's like, you have a toolkit, but you don't have a bed. And I was like, listen here. (laughs) <laughs> the bed's on the way. It, <laughs> it was on the way. I, I just had to sleep on an air mattress for a week. It was
3: fine. One of my first memories is actually the little blue toolkit. My parents bought my brother a, a small kid's toolkit. It was blue and it had like a whole bunch of yellow tools in it or whatever. And he used to keep it at my nan's place and would just like do random stuff, actually, like fixing stuff um, when it's actually needed. And then I was given the toolkit. And we we just kept it at Nan's because she didn't have her own. So like if she needed to do something, we would use that. Um but there's a lot of like I never realized how many learning opportunities children are presented. Like literally every interaction of every single day can be presented as a learning opportunity. And I think that's something that um people need to consider more day-to-day. Cause I find at least with my regiment, especially with school, it's really easy to get into this um like habits and routines that don't let you improve. So, like, you wake mm-hmm. up, you eat, you drink your coffee, you make the same breakfast, whatever. If you don't add little, like, variations within that, you'll never be able to discover new things or better things. Uh, so I'm always trying to, like, expose myself to new things. And that's how I've been thinking about it with, like, because I, I had was thinking about children and then I thought about my dog. Like, uh, she's a new rescue. She was very timid and underexposed to things when I got her. So one of the things I was actually doing is, like, uh, dog enrichment where i was just exposing her to things and then i realized by doing that with her i too am learning uh and exposing myself to new things and it i just think it's something that everyone should be doing at least mm-hmm. not like every day because that can be really hard to do and really tiring and but tiring. every once in a while yeah. um just trying new things and keeping keeping things fresh go ahead
1: uh going back to the empty nester it, it goes to ways that people don't realize that uh Sam has also taught me a lot. I uh, I find that she stretches me. She would stretch my my skills as a parent, or even just uh, patience. Like we we shouldn't let children go because how are we going to fix the VCR time on the clock? Uh, I'm (laughs) kidding. We're not VCR people, although we are. But no, uh, it goes both ways. And I find actually in this stage of life, Sam has taught me a lot about adulting as well. Um, So. That part of emptiness, I find actually a little bit, a little bit more difficult because she would help me grow. And, uh, but you know, I need to get over it. Well, I mean, the that's life why you got me, that's why I got my, uh, sidekick, sidekick. She's the one that gets me in trouble. Now
2: <laughs> the young
1: adult life
3: that Life's you lived not
2: fun if you're not getting in trouble. Yeah. yeah well, that <laughs> influences
0: over here.
3: The, yeah. the young adult life that you grew up in is definitely not the world that we grow up in now. Uh, and oh, as we adapt, I'm trying to, like, help you along with, like, new technology and whatnot. I think you're really good at that yourself, but we're picking up on it faster, so why not share the information? Just things like that. There's always going to be things that we can learn from each other.
0: Every day, baby.
3: I'm learning about house uh, hunting. Oh. Ooh, ooh. I knew nothing. Yeah, that's
1: where... Uh... Sam, that's where a lot of the stuff for your dad comes in, actually, like I say, the skills and that, but let's just remind you another side of the story. Interesting, not a specific story, but uh, Sam was a teenage daughter and mm-hmm. Sam had a father, the father of a teenager. Hey, um, Lucy's mom, do you hear my hear my pain? Daughter, yes. teenage <laughs> father, Yeah. sorry, father of a teenage daughter. Thank God you're past that stage sometimes she'd butt heads but i've seen such growth as as um, as sam and her dad went off to university this year they had to go off together drive what it's about a 17 hour drive that they were in the car together definitely more that that's minimum that showed your that showed your growth that showed your maturity and that was a pretty exciting stage that your father accepted you as a young adult not a rebellious teenage
3: girl (laughs) I think I've always had a close and good relationship with my father, which is why we've... And we're so similar that any sort of, like, slight deviation causes huge... Or used to cause, like, huge issues. Especially because there was a little bit of discrepancy by my brother being older and me wanting the same independence two years younger than him. Doesn't really work out. Um, (laughs) But yeah, we're definitely over that now that I'm no longer an oppressed teenager i have
0: my freedom <laughs> <laughs> oh that's go. good stash. that is good stuff oh my
2: god We
0: um what about uh what about you mom you have any interesting childhood stories about me learning things or i don't know being you a wanna child embarrass me on the internet
2: yeah. <laughs> oh my god about you learning that your brother was a boy
0: oh god let's not go there No, we are backtracking when i was in
2: the hospital and you came in and i had to change uh his diaper and, and lucy was like my brother's got a peanut she was so excited
0: <laughs>
3: Oh, cute. how did uh right,
0: listen, when i said embarrass me on the internet <laughs> this is not what i meant
3: this is exactly what you meant how did uh yeah, this is
0: exactly lucy like feel about meant. getting
3: siblings because i know sometimes when you're telling yeah. a, a firstborn child that they're getting a sibling they could be really like up... kids don't understand what it means to have a sibling especially when they've never had it before when they're young how did lucy feel about that how did Lucy feel loved. about that <laughs>
2: they they all loved it the okay. kids were very happy to have a, a little baby they were very close in age so I think that helped
1: mm. yeah, we've always no. been
0: uh three parts of the same person
1: absolutely yeah never oh, had an issue never true words to, spoken yeah mm. unbelievable how close you guys are it's awesome besties for life
0: Yo. Yo. What Yo, about my baby. brother? I'm
3: I'm pretty sure he was like happy, but he's a weird kid.
0: Okay.
3: <sighs> he was a weird kid. <laughs> shall, a weird shall, kid. We,
1: shall we discuss more stories? No that so your brother was so um so helpful. He really wanted to help he loved you so much. The trouble started was when you became old enough to start manipulating Enchant.
3: your <laughs> brother.
1: I was oh, getting him ready
3: before, for school so that he wouldn't yeah. be bullied by his peers, but he still got oh, bullied go. by his peers.
1: <laughs>
3: Anytime
1: Sam's brother got in trouble, it was because of Sam. Oh, Too <laughs> you funny.
3: You be bad,
1: girl.
3: He was... No, seriously. If Not he was time. an only child, he'd be so sheltered. He'd be like a little bubble baby. He wouldn't do anything. He, Oh my oh, God. Bubble baby.
0: He, he would, oh, he I'm would, changing his name in my phone right now to bubble baby. <laughs> he would be like
3: trying to cross the road and be looking for the nearest co- crosswalk in the middle of nowhere. Okay, jaywalking is very dangerous in like cities, but in the middle of nowhere, you can probably get away with it. And he'd be like, no, I got to go to the nearest co- crosswalk. And then I would cross oh or something. And then he'd get really upset because he needs to like follow me, but he can't cross because that's breaking the rules.
0: lucy
2: is the exact same way do not break the rules i
0: can't break the rules i have an anxiety disorder
3: i'm the opposite you'll
0: be proud of me though sometimes i jaywalk if i'm impatient oh shit she's a rebel she a rebel she a rock star that's not how good girl but uh, yeah that's this is a recent development because the streets are so fucking busy and it is such a pain in the arse to find an available crosswalk if it's this i might break the rules a little bit
3: just a little bit Ooh.
2: interjection i'm so proud of you COVID you. You allowing me
3: rules sometimes to cross the street and not feel bad like i'm um, so i right. usually do cross the street even before covid if i was like walking towards someone um usually because i had like a dog with me or whatever but I, I just don't like passing people. COVID, one hundred percent excuse. Oh, sorry, six feet. I'm mm-hmm. just gonna cross the road here. It's not because of any like prejudice or whatever. I'm just I don't like people.
0: Leave me alone. Leave me alone.
3: <laughs> don't I? i in my bubble. Yep. Yeah.
0: We would like to say as a podcast, even though my mom says. Sometimes you've got to break the rules. Don't take legal advice from a podcast. (laughs) Or do.
3: We're not going to stop you.
0: We can't stop you. But don't tell us about it.
3: (laughs) Yeah, don't make us liable for any damages that may have been caused.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
2: I think I help you get out of your shell a little bit.
1: I, yes, I've changed. Uh, I was once very dedicated to my children at home and my children at work. And now I'm dedicating the rest of my life to myself and my husband and our, uh, our hopefully early retirement and next stage of life of traveling.
3: Can you be considered retired yet? I know you said you were like half retired, but like, are you really going to go back to work?
1: Money talks, money talks. Bullshit walks. If I want want to, if I want (laughs) to travel, I have to have money, but uh, you know what? I'm kind of failing retirement. To be honest, right now, I think I have a lot to give, give still. And uh, I'm i'm very happy not having a clock to follow, but uh, I need to find some interest where I feel I can use my skills. And I'm working on that.
3: Yeah, I still think you can be retired and make money. Like, if it's yeah. some sort of, as long as it's not like a nine to five, 40 hour a week, I think you could be retired and still technically working work. I just mean, like, should, done with that shit. You know what I mean? That shit. Done with yes, it. I do. Done with it. And I feel I like that's your the mom... type of retirement. Anyway,
2: I think your mom and me should become TikTok famous. Oh, God. And... <laughs> yes. Yes. Please do some funny kayak, camping,
0: oh hiking my. TikToks. Would be funny. We have whole... stories this... to tell. <laughs> At this point, my house is a streamer house. We are, you heard of the hype house, content oh, house. Get ready for the. Uh, hooligan house over here. I like that. All we need now is mom to get into it, and uh, that's it, man. Hooligan house, live, ready to jive. Let's
3: let's dive into that That friendship a little bit more. Um, it really—I don't know exact timeline, but it started to develop like when we were in high school or like just going off to university. How did that really progress from just like because. My brother and Lucy are really good friends, and then me and La are literally inseparable. So there was gonna be some crossover. There always has been good crossover. But when did that turn into like the friendship where you're calling up people like each other up and being like, hey, I'm bored. I think it started with
2: just dropping the kids off and just general chit-chat and you trying to be more physical and I said you're like, I don't really have anybody to walk with. And I said, I'll walk with you. Mm-hmm. And it just went from there.
3: Yep. I think it's actually really mm-hmm. nice that you guys have something. Uh, yes. The, honestly, walking is such a good, it, it sounds really boring, but because you have that group and you your goal is to get active and get moving. Um, and it's kind of like a catch up every week. It's really nice. I used to do some walking with Nova. Um, I've actually had two people, two different people uh, join me on walks. Three people, more like three or four actually, if you count like roommates and stuff, but outside the house, they would hit me up like weekly and be like, Oh, I want to catch up. Let's take Nova for a walk on the dikes or something. Um Aww. and we would just like literally talk for an hour. I would get the dog's daily walk over with, and then we'd get to like go home and do homework. Like it was a really nice break. Um it's I think
2: good for your mental health.
3: Yeah, anyone that has like, cause. Keeping friendships is really hard, especially when you're working, especially when you've got school and stuff. I think having an in-common hobby that you have dedicated time, like a podcast, is a great way to <laughs> keep in contact with people, right? Like, I wouldn't check on Lucy every week if it wasn't yep. for our
0: common interests, right? Our beautiful, beautiful podcast, yep. which will help us take over the world. Um... <laughs> it's in the books. It's in the works. Um... Don't worry about it.
3: I don't think that's my agenda, but okay.
0: It could be. It could be.
3: (laughs) I don't want it to be
0: (laughs) taking over the world. Sounds take over the world
3: exhausting. I literally, I can't even take over my room. Let alone the world.
0: Right. Once you're in charge, you tell other people to do stuff.
3: I'm so bad with delegating tasks. I'm like Mm. the worst for micromanaging. We could.
0: Ooh, can't do it. Hey, uh, mothers, mothers, mamas. Apologies, mother. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Are you talking? Maybe, anyways, you want to take over the world? You guys want to help us take over the world?
2: We'll sit back and just reap the rewards. Well, exactly.
1: I was if hoping you're gonna I could put this, you guys in
0: charge of delegation. But if you're going
1: to do it, make lots of money and then get some nice places that we can come visit. And maybe you'll want to go on a mama daughter trip like I, I was blessed to do with my mom and things like that. But yeah, hey, take over the okay. world. But uh, don't okay. get us involved and don't come looking for money
3: from us. <sighs> you should talk Fine. about the, the, your mother daughter trip. Is that like the one in Hong Kong or did you do multiple? Y'all went to uh, Hong Kong? I didn't. So her and yeah, her mom. I,
1: my, my mom uh, was widowed in early 30s. So she was very, very de- independent. And back then, uh, you, you, you didn't even travel much with your husband, let alone by yourself. But for some reason, it was it was part of her healing the t- to world travel. And she instilled that in us. Actually, my mom and dad used to travel with a travel trailer with the family. And then she said, enough of this. And so she'd start hooking up with groups to travel that instilled travel bugs into me. And I didn't get married until I was in my, well, I didn't have my first child till I was 37 because I was too immature to settle down with a kid. <laughs> and I got to travel. And so of course, then the children came along and the mortgages and the bills and all the stuff. And then travel became nonstop or stopped until I got to travel with the kids for sports. Mm. And I got to travel, nothing great. But before the children came along, I did do a uh, not world tour travel, but an eight week with my mom. We went to Australia, New Zealand, Hong Kong, and it's memories. And I'm going to do that once the world and COVID straightens out. Sam and I are going to uh, pack our bags and go somewhere. It may not be as exotic as that, but uh, we've spent a lot of time traveling small trips. And I think it's crucial because you get to know each other
2: on a different level and I wouldn't have it any other way. I love going in Blanche with you and okay. exploring and hiking and our tell trip. We went that. out for Taekwondo. Yes. With, with the the girls. Yeah. That was fun. Absolutely. Tell us, Just tell us
1: about Blanche. In.
2: Blanche. Oh my
1: Blanche. <laughs> I'll tell the, the normal side of it. I decided that I would do world travel when I retired. In fact, it's been a dream since I was 17 to own an RV. And last year we, we bought ourselves a, um, a class B small van to, uh, to move around. And I, my first person that I slept with in the van quote unquote was not my husband, but my, (laughs) my bestie on a trip. Um, I took her on a trip and we were trying to figure out what, what could we call the van?
2: I'm thinking one, one of my children will be staying here and raising a family here and they will be buying the house from us so that's always an option to come back and visit. it better
0: the fuck better not be me i'll tell you what i'm not staying here. <laughs> staying here. it better not be me i respect
3: that um, i think back home like it's it's very prosperous for some people i have even considered it myself coming back and working for the industry but in that case where it's only the one person it's more likely that they'll come visit out and then i'll make the trip to there so like they'll they'll probably visit you and then I'll visit you while they're visiting you so I can get the whole experience. I don't think I would find myself going back home uh, just for one thing. Even my parents like the so far the only reason I've gone home is work or my brother's coming home and that's not to the fault of my parents it's to the fault of the isolation like if I could visit more I would but it's just not worth it and every time I go home I get sad (laughs) so like (laughs) It's not really something in my What about you, Lucy? You think you'd go home?
0: If um if like Mecca or soup or the parents are here, yeah. But just for the if if nobody else is here, fuck no. <laughs> I ain't never come back.
3: Would you ever consider no. a career? If you were offered one? Here? Yeah
0: no for like a year i'd work here for a year but if they were like hey you want like a 40-year job here i'd say fuck your life <laughs> who does forty not... year jobs anyway anymore Bru. right i'm not trying to live in miserable isolation for the rest of eternity yeah no I've, good thank you
3: i feel like i've gotten enough of that life and i think there's more yeah. that I, especially with my my industry's chemistry so big i think there's more that i could be doing elsewhere Um, that i would rather be doing than, like i'd be totally content living a life in the forest i think i could like prosper doing that do i want to no i'm okay i think with the industry here especially the bigger
2: industry um you have options where you can move to other
3: places within the company true and that's actually something i've been looking into uh because of the the resume that i've developed i have connections out west
1: australia australia no i'm saying in canada no 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 i can't is your
2: headphone go monkey
3: anyway i think we should uh close it up because we've gone way past an hour not way past but it's like 10 minutes past uh obsessions of the week or other related things things you like things you don't like i'll go first um, I I don't know what happened to I me. Mean, I guess I just fell down the YouTube rabbit hole, but I've been listening to 2009-2010 music. Like, fucking nice. Dynamite, like, mm. replay that shit. The replay! <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking That's about. Oh. I'll bring it back. Kesha. we listened to Lady Gaga? It's called yes. Middle School Cool. That's the playlist. And it's you been... Love to see it. It's been really hype. Like a G6. I'm just gonna... Fergalicious uh even tribute okay tribute i wanted to bring this up because i I wanted to know if my mother remembered this i think we were in your hometown for something you had rented a stick shift vehicle what is that A, a manual standard standard we i was in the front seat which was at ooh. A premium for a child. I was never allowed in the front seat. And the song Tribute came on by Tenacious D. You know, the one about the, the like, devil or whatever, and they sing mm. a song, but it wasn't this song. It was a tribute. You know that song? What's
0: I know that, that song. The Devil Came D, Down yeah.
1: from Georgia or something like that. Wait, no, no, I no, no
0: no no. no, 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 no. It's no. like... Give me some. Oh, God. That's how okay. it starts.
3: It was the best song in the it. world. All right. Anyway, um... I'll I'll have to ask you another time, but I remember it specifically because it, it was that song and then Rasputin that we kept replaying <sighs> in the car. And I just have that memory ingrained in my brain. And I remember specifically because you stalled on a hill. And that's why I knew no. it was an manual. while that song no, that's was playing.
1: true. Okay. Uh, the hill we stalled on is, is definitely stallable no matter what, but it was also traffic. And I do remember it. Uh, it's funny because you are my daughter every travel trip that i can my major trips and my minor trips i have a song playlist in my head from those trips whether it be soccer trips whether it be taekwondo trips whether it be going to see my brothers and sisters brother and sisters uh songs and travel go together so uh, and i think you're the same way that's cool
3: Oh, I have so all of oh, I have really strong memories tied to things like uh songs or scents. My scent recollection is huge. Like I could just walk by something and instantly get like hit with like seven memories. It's crazy my association with those types of things.
1: You scare me, you're too much like me. I still know the smell of one of my first boyfriends.
0: Damn. It's <laughs> cologne.
1: It's cologne. I <laughs> hope it was a good smell. <laughs> <It> was- <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh yes yeah um songs and sense. wow that's uh it's another connection that i never would have
3: the, the, do you remember the tribute song or i'm gonna have to
1: hear it remember i'm also first stages of alzheimer's i swear
3: yeah. it's like we was hitchhiking down a long and loathsome road all of a sudden there's shine a shiny demon in the middle of the road and he said see it's not really a song it's a story, right?"
2: yeah the devil went down to georgia no 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 no. no. you'll have
3: to listen to it after the podcast and then you'll go oh i
0: will
3: will. okay who's next It's
0: from um oh it's jack black yeah it's jack black who sings it anyway um go ahead i my obsession of the week is something i just watched last night it's this Film on Netflix called The House, and it is a stop motion animation of uh, three short stories all revolving around this house, but they don't relate to each other, which was my biggest beef. It fucking weird dude fucking weird i'm gonna think about that until the day you put my little tiddly toes into the grave i swear to fuck man don't ever I, call them
3: tiddly toes ever again <laughs> You,
0: uh you don't get to tell me what i call my toes uh <laughs> oh my god um, but seriously it is uh i am it is just one of those things that you see and then you never stop thinking about <laughs> And I can't explain it beyond that. It was wild. It was wild. My life has changed. I'm a different person now. Is it a
3: bad thing, though? Like, is it one of those things, like, can't unsee forever, like, ruined?
0: Or is it, like, just changed outlook? We live in life. It's just, like, a weird thing. It's not a bad thing. I thoroughly enjoyed it. But I was like, what is happening here <laughs> what is going on so you'd recommend it my
2: obsession of the Maybe. week has been watching murdoch mysteries on
0: <laughs> netflix you're turning into your mother you're turning oh, into grandma. I,
2: I listen to it when i go to bed and everything to be Love fair
0: mr mysteries. mr murdoch himself is a bit of a treat
3: i remembered he's, what he's your a- sweater reminded me of Spider Man.
0: Spider Man. Spider Lucy's wearing
3: a red sweater with like a, a diamond pattern on it. And when Did she leaned over when activity? she was doing um, yeah, so. technical uh, like audio support, I was like, it's oh my sweating. God, it's Spider Man. So thing keeps cutting out.
0: Spider Man. <laughs> okay. All right. What about, uh, what about you, Sam's mom?
3: Uh,
1: my obsession of the week has got to be, and it's going to take even more now that I have uh, it's looking for our retirement home obsession i of don't the want year. to spend all my children's inheritance <laughs> but it seems like everything that we like is a little bit beyond what my husband budgeted for so i'm sorry sam i might have to take some of your inheritance to uh, <laughs> to get that dream home I'm fine but with our, our objective too is to get something that will be desirable enough for my children to come home to bring their their uh, their partners home to say hi enough and say, let's go visit our parents because they have a pool. As long as you have a lake. fenced
3: backyard, I will bring all of you my know dogs. What? The one
1: I'm looking at has two big dogs in a fenced in area. And it is ideal, except for the price. And mm-hmm. to be able to do it. But I really appreciate that you said you don't have a connection to your um, childhood home because it does make it easier for us to look at our retirement and our next move and uh yeah. hopefully it'll be something that's worthwhile to uh to pass on to my children and that'll become their shared brother and sister's shared
3: family home the only thing i have i want to do back home and it'll never be done because it's stupid is that i want to tear out so we, when we were putting up the the gyprock, on the walls. My dad allowed us to draw on the gyprock and put them in the walls. So there's, like, children's drawings stuck in the wall as, like, a time capsule. And I just want to rip them out. One, because <laughs> I don't remember what they look like. Two, because the drawings were awful. Well, Sam, you don't,
0: Sam, it, you you don't can want anyone, see anyone to behind, see
2: it.
1: They can't
3: see.
2: Oh, I can see. Can you see behind yeah, yeah, us? Yeah, yeah. She knows Sam the can. marker. The the growth chart on the wall of my kids and every one of their families. I was showing you... your mother
0: yours. <laughs> yeah.
3: You're on the wall. I am on the wall. My brother's on the wall. They they basically yeah. have a wall that they marked marked. Heights. So many heights on of anyone who came in the house, basically any kid that came in the house. Um so it not only is it their family growing but it's also like their friends. You can you can actually see like the the friend groups change and whatnot. I, I think it's really interesting. It's really cool. That would probably be sad to lose, but you could just take a picture. Like it's not like picture, yeah. it's something you interact with daily. It's just kind of a memory. Yeah. Um, so yeah. things like that, I just don't. No sentimental value for me. I'm like whatever.
0: Well, mothers, so- thank you very much for joining us on this wonderful, beautiful podcast. It was fantastic to have you guys on. <laughs> the
3: editing I have to do. Oh God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll let we'll let uh, Sam close this one out so that she can. Uh, Um, suffer?
3: (laughs) (laughs) I probably actually won't upload it. We'll see how motivated I get. I might not upload it on time. It might
0: be a a Monday upload or something. Anyway, Thank you
3: for listening to We're So Fucking Sorry. You can find us both on Twitch at twitch.tv slash remove Sam.
0: And at twitch.tv slash I'm sorry Lucille.
3: You can also follow us on Twitter at FKN underscore sorry. And if you ever want to talk to our moms, just tweet us. Like, we'll probably tell them the message. There's no reason for you to contact my mother, probably. But if you need to, (laughs) just tweet us. Um, Also, next time you see an elevator that's not working, it's voice activated. Duh. Try screaming. Scream. Just in the middle of the mall. Scream. Scream.